what the fuck is popping, folks? This is another episode, episode 24. With 24 episodes in, y'all, that means it's 12 weeks in because I do two episodes a week. Actually, that's 13 weeks in because I missed a week because I had to do some shit. And um, 13 weeks is pretty substantial. That's like three months of doing this. And I have a, I think I already said I have a, a hundred plays on it. I don't know who's listening. And I'm not going to lie. I've been boosting this shit myself. You know, I'll go on Spotify and then I'll go on the Apple podcast. So uh, that's actually sad. So if I got 23 episodes and I do two little boosts per episode, that means that I probably gave my six, myself about 46 plays. So actually only 54 people have heard this, but um, they don't know that. They don't know that. That's just on the podcast. Um, but either way. Hopefully you're having a good day. Hopefully everything's working out. Hopefully you're being safe and not stupid. And um, shit, let's get the fuck in it, y'all. Let's get the fuck in it. Uh, let's see. Oh, for something going on with me. Yeah, y'all don't need to know nothing about me. All right. So here we go. So, yeah. It's crazy because usually, well, nowadays, they usually like to perpetuate. Damn, perpetuate? Perpetrate that only... Girls are the ones that are like a little bit crazy about money. Like, I'm not saying I believe this. I got to preface everything because in case someone hears this from my job, I'll be like, yeah, I got to cover my ass. I don't believe this. But, um, you know, on a lot of these like Andrew Tate videos or like the Fresh and Fit podcast videos or whatever. And I don't watch Fresh and Fit and I don't watch like Andrew Tate, but I'll see it on my like TikTok or Instagram and I'll listen to it. But it's pretty much the same thing. Like girls being like, yeah, you know. Unless he's making a billion dollars a week, like, I can't fucking do it. But realistically, like, a lot of these girls would be like, yeah, he has to make at least um, $400,000, which I'm like, I don't know who y'all are dating. Like, 400000 that's ridiculous amounts of money. Like, on the real, that's damn, well, damn near 1%, because I think 1% is $560,000 in the United States. Let's see. Let's look it up. How much to... And now, this is just a quick little side note there. I'm not going to go off on this. I, it's it's about the story, you know what I'm saying? The story that I'm going to show you, or listen, whatever fuck it's called. Um, how much money to be in the USA? One percent. I'd probably do I need to say in money, in monies. Yeah, okay, I was a little bit close. Five hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars. Five hundred ninety. To be specific, five hundred ninety-seven eight hundred fifteen dollars. Five hundred ninety-seven thousand eight hundred fifteen dollars. I fucked that up three times. Uh, to be in the 1% nationally. Oh, that's nationally. Oh, yeah. Um, and so then we're going to do in the world 1%. Because it has to be lower. Um, damn, yeah. So they say income from 200000 to 300000 for the world. Yeah, so the United States is definitely one of the richer ones. Um, oh, this one says $11.1 million. Well, that's net worth. Oh, that's net worth, but you would need an average salary of 823 for a year. I don't know. Man, no one fucking knows. No one fucking knows. And honestly, I don't think most people care because no one's going to, like, a lot of people aren't going to get anywhere close to that shit. Making a million dollars a year? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You're talking to one. Um, all right, regardless, though. Um, so, I don't know if y'all have seen this or not, but apparently 50 Cent's 50 cents son was on, I don't know, some interview thing with some dude, right? And he was like, yeah, my dad only paid six, 
$6,700. So $6,700, right? Um, in child support per month. And he was like, you can't just live off of that. That's like crazy. Like he was saying like, that's some poor shit or whatever. And like, I'm like, oh, okay. That's what, this is what privilege like looks like or whatever. And like, cause you know, the dude that was uh, interviewing him, 50 Cent, uh, <coughs> the guy that was interviewing 50 Cent's son was like, you already know, like people get like way less than that, right? And he was like, yeah, this is fucking like poor. This is poor stuff. Could you like do what you need to do with eight? Um, what's it called? So if we do yearly, because I know most people go off a yearly, that's $80,400, right? And so a lot of people are going to say, okay, that's a pretty good salary, right? But no, it's actually more than that because child support isn't taxable. So she gets 100% of that money, right? So, you know, obviously if you're making an income, you would be taxed. So the average income, I know my um, income is taxed about 25%. So I'm going to assume, like, I know that income rates are a little bit different between, you know, like if you make higher, they take more out um, statewide, I believe. So if we're going to, we're just going to stick with 25% because that's just for the sake of the argument. So if we do that, um, 75, hold on, let me do this. <laughs> so we do 80,000 divided by 0.75. That is $106,000. So if you would be making, if you, you would be, have to be making $106,000 and then be taxed the 25% in order to make $80,000 take home, but they're taking home 80 off rip. So that's equivalent to his mom or whatever. For the two of them, $106,000 a year. And he's saying that that is not enough money to like do shit or whatever. And it's just like, oh, okay, you're like wildly removed because. And he was like, well, that's not enough for New York. I'm like, the nigga move. What the fuck? Like, you literally just, you don't even need to have a job to make this money. Get up, move, and then, like, find a job. Because one thing that he wasn't bringing up that the interviewer brought up was like, hey, you understand this is child support, right? So your mom needs to be bringing in the other half of it. And she's probably not bringing in, you know, $106,000. Like, so if y'all are making enough like move somewhere and then she can work like don't just stay in the fucking <laughs> don't just stay in like one of the highest cost areas say you can't afford it and say that you're poor you know that's that's ridiculous and i'm actually i'm pretty surprised that 50 cent only had to pay sixty seven thousand dollars or sixty seven hundred dollars a month because let's see i feel like i'm gonna see how much future how much is future paying for child support I don't even know how much Nick uh, fucking Cannon is paying. Oh, Future's already paid 32 a month. Damn, but she asked for 53. See, that's why I don't like, man. I mean, this is good, though. Like, $3,200, that's not crazy. Let me see how much Drake is paying. Drake. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to just do one more. Who's another fucking Lil Wayne? I feel like he has all his kids for some reason. Yeah, he doesn't pay child support. He takes care of all his kids. Yeah, that's what I thought. I need to find one that got one. Who's a fucking, like, rapper, nigga? Oh, NBA Youngboy. <laughs> like we talked about yesterday. Let's see. He... Does Pitbull pay child support? $3,000 a month to cover child support for their nine-year-old daughter. Yeah, and that's the thing. People be so fucking ungrateful. Like, I don't understand it. Like, bro, you fucked a rapper... I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, if you fucking like an NBA player, football player, or a rapper, like you already know. Like, there's too many stories. That's like if 
if for some reason they're like, hey, like 75% of Johns, like someone named John will cheat on you. And then you go out and date a John, like the odds are in favor of you getting cheated on. Like you can't be sitting back like, oh my God, I just never, I'd never thought this would happen. Like, again, I'm not condoning cheating, but I am condoning like using statistics. You know what I'm saying? And I already know that statistics can be skewed in certain ways, but like, you know, it's just fun. Or like if you are dating some, I never understood this mindset. You're dating somebody that has cheated in the past. Like, you're dating someone that, number one, I'm giving you two scenarios, cheat on you before you take them back. You don't think they're going to cheat again. I think they would. You got to cut that shit off because they are rare. Like, oh, okay, this is like some, like, she'll let me do this type shit. You know, she's cool with that, you know. Or it's on some, like, hey, um, if... Because the craziest one to me is when someone has a wife, like two people have, you know, spouses, they cheat on their spouses with each other. They then they like leave their spouse and get back to, and get together with the other person. I'm like, oh, y'all are just dumb because both y'all are cheaters, bro. You're going to cheat on each other, bro. Like there's probably a super there's like a much higher chance of y'all two cheating than like the regular couple that didn't cheat. Like, I don't get it. And then when something happens, like, oh, I never saw this coming. Like, come on now. Nigga, if you get a cat, you're going to get scratched. If you get a dog, he'll probably bite you once. Like, and I'm not saying, like, maliciously, but I'm just saying he's just going to do it. It's, what is it? it's in his DNA, you know, because he'll say shit like, because, um, what's his face? Uh, damn, not Exhibit. Who was that man? Mystical. Mystical had, like, a famous line. Um, mystical. Mystical. Um, mystical. Um, Dang, how the fuck? M, it's probably with a Y. Miss, mystical. Okay, here we go. Um, damn, that's a fucking crazy-ass name. How he spelled it, at least. There was no way I was ever going to get that shit. Let's see. Um, see them well line. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Damn, they don't have it on here. It's like... Trust that, damn, I don't know. Pretty much if you were to look up like mystical, um, see them well, like it's probably going to pop up on YouTube, but it's pretty much like, hey, trust in that they'll be themselves. Um, and then also trust that you can see that they're going to tell you how to be, how they are being themselves, but trust that you can see them well. So it's just like, hey, actions talk more than words because people can literally, like people can lie. We know this. <laughs> if you don't know this, you need to go back to grade school or something. But um, people literally will just lie about how they are. But the actions that they take is the real how they are. You know what I mean? So someone might be like, oh, yeah, I would never cheat. Like now I would never do that. I would never cheat. But then it's like, I've seen you cheat. Like, you know, you have cheated in your past. Like we can, I can pretty much, I can come up with a pretty good assumption that you might do it again. <laughs> I don't know. I never, I never understood that mindset of like, oh yeah, just take this shit at face value. And then they'll just keep saying, oh yeah, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. I'm going to change. And then they never do. It's crazy. Because I was actually looking at uh, smoking today. I'm not a smoker, but I used to smoke. But they say like, if you stop smoking, like you can smoke up until you're 30 and then if you stop smoking when you're 30 you have a chance to mitigate 97.5 percent of like all the smoking damage that you've done to your lungs if you stop at 30 and then they're even like if you stop at 40 it was like 60 percent of the damages you know can be healed up 
And then it was like at 65. I don't know. There's another number. I don't remember 65. Um, but yeah, so it's like, oh, I'm sorry. That shit, <laughs> that's where I was originally looking up. Because y'all are probably like, what the fuck does that matter? Like, that has nothing to do with the fuck you're talking about. But um, that didn't matter. But there was another statistic right underneath it saying like, hey, these are the amount of smokers per age group that try to quit, um, that try to quit on a yearly basis, like that have tried to quit within the past 12 months. And all the numbers were like the lowest number was 65 year olds at 47.5%. So that means that majority of smokers between 65 and fucking 18 more than likely have had a higher, higher than 50% chance. You know what I mean? So they've been wanting to stop smoking, but then they, the next graph below it showed that only like, I think the highest was like 10% for um, the 18 to 20 or 24 year olds or whatever. And then everything else was like in the single digit numbers that actually do quit smoking that year. So it's like, hey, you can have all intentions to not do anything, but it's hard to break habits. And if you have a habit of cheating, that's going to be a hard habit to break. There's probably people out there that's literally like, damn, I really wish I could stop cheating. I really do like my wife. I really do love my husband. But this shit is like in me, in me. You know what I mean? Because same as me, I'll be like, hey, bro, you know, I'll go out tonight. I'm not going to have a drink. And I'll go out and I'll be like, nigga, one beer ain't going to kill me. And then I'm three beers deep. And I'm like, yo, I am on one right now. I mean, I ain't like fucked up or nothing, but I'm on one. Uh, but yeah, so damn, I, that shit got out of hand. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck this related to this 50 cent shit. Um, but yeah, no, nah, this kid is not. And I'd love to know if he actually works. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to know what he does because he even had the audacity to ask the um, the interviewer. This is 50 cent son and um, saying that he couldn't live off of $80,000, non-taxable $80,000. The 50 cent interviewer, he asked 50 cent son asked, asked the interviewer, like, do you think you would be where you are right now making, you know, um, $67,000 a month. And the interview was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he probably, in my mind, I don't know how much the interview was making, but I'm like, probably before, I don't know if he's famous or not. I don't know how much he's making. I don't even know who the interviewer's name is. But if he is a big time interviewer, you know, he was probably making less money while he was trying to get his, you know, his channel started or trying to get his like craft right. You know, so he's like, yeah, I was fucking probably, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say nothing about nobody, but. Let's say like Charlemagne the God, he was saying shit like, yeah, you know, I was having to work at like these little rinky dink little places getting fired all the time, like not making money. My wife had to support me for a few months, I believe I could be. Well, I don't think I'm wrong with that at all. I watch a good amount of his shit. But um, yeah, so it's like a lot of people that are um, high up now, they came from like hard ass beginnings. But if you like, again, if you come up to somebody and you're like, oh, shit, what'd your mom do? Like, yeah, my mom didn't work. The shit was tough. It's like, damn, she didn't work. So you had to get it on your own. It's like, no, we got child support for my dad, though. Like, oh, okay. Like, damn, enough to, yeah, my dad's 50 cent. He paid us uh, 100, <laughs> essentially $106,000 salary. Like, what? <laughs> what? $106,000 salary? Like, yeah, it's cool. It's like, God damn, nigga, nah, you ain't coming from no hard times. Yeah, but we lived in New York, and we couldn't afford, like, a lot of places. It's like, why the fuck did you live there? You goofy fuck. <laughs> it's, just, it's just silly, but I don't know. I went off on this a little bit too long, but, yeah, it's just a crazy mindset. Like, people, it's, I hate to keep doing these little study things because I feel like it's going to turn more nerdy than fucking, um, what's it called? Like, I don't even know. This shit ain't even funny right now, but uh, what's it called?
like with what's this shit? Oh, there was another study shit done. I saw this. I think it was like a TikTok or something else. I don't know. I just be watching so much shit. <laughs> it was like um, they had a bunch of random people come in and play Monopoly, right? So they were tasked with um, whenever you went around the board, one person would be able to get double the moves. Like, so pretty much if you rolled an eight, you would have rolled a 16. You know what I mean? So one person got double the moves and then the other person would just have the regular set of moves. So if you rolled an eight for person one, they will get 16 actually and then go with 16 spaces. But then if you rolled like a, um, but if person two rolled an eight, they will just move up eight spaces like regular Monopoly, right? So a, like a vast majority of the uh, people won, the first person won the games like I don't know what the percentage is, but they said like the obviously the majority won. And then after the fact, they asked them like, "Why do you think you won?" And they said like a very low amount of people were like, "Oh, because clearly I had double the moves is why I won." They said a lot of people were just like, "Oh, because uh, you know luck was on my side, or because I was like you know doing smarter moves than them, or I was able to I got um, more." Uh, was it called houses in them, but a lot of them didn't say it was because of the double moves. You know what I mean? And obviously, whenever you play Monopoly, for those who don't know, every time you make a lap around the board, you pass go and then you collect $200. So number one, they were able to get to um, the they were able to go around the board more times and collect more money. And then number two, they were able to get to the far side faster, like the, um, you know, the right side faster because it, which had the higher level properties. So if the other person landed on it, they would be fucked. Then the other person did. And so like it showed that a lot of people don't realize when you just have a um, head up on some other folks, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just human. Uh, it's not anatomy, human mindset, whatever the fuck it is. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, and this nigga clearly is in that mindset. Could you do what you did making $106,000? Nigga, I was poor as fuck. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up, nigga. Go to Idaho and live like a king for free. Your mama ain't even had to work, nigga. The fuck out of here. But yeah. All right. I'm off with it. I'm off on it. So Chicago man who allegedly bit off victim's nipple during a road rage incident has been sentenced to three years in prison. Yeah, that's some crazy ass shit. I know a few, maybe it was like a year ago, two years ago. There was a dude that asked to pay for a woman's either he uh, no uh so girl was going inside of a um what's it called a uh like a fucking abc store a package store a liquor store whatever you want to call it um depending on where you live uh she went inside a package store and so dudes were standing outside and one guy was like hey i'll buy you a drink and she was like, no, I'm good, because already in her head, she was like, I don't need you to, I don't need to owe you anything. Like, she was a smart lady. I don't need to owe you anything. I don't know you. I don't find you attractive. You didn't come at me the right way. It's cool. Like, she just said she just dubbed them. Like, it wasn't nothing even crazy. And so they just stood out there. She got her little thing and ran back. Um, what's it called? Or not, not ran, but, you know, and was leaving the place. And then he held the door open for her and... When he held the door open, she just kind of walked out being like a scared lady because there's a bunch of dudes around like a liquor store. You don't know where they are, especially in New York. I feel like, you know, there's really no way for you to get it. Like some crazy shit can happen and nobody comes and helps you. You know what I mean? It's uh, for a woman. So it is what it is. And so she ain't say nothing. 
he got mad and I think she tried to bite her nose or ear off or something and then all the dudes jumped her and it's just like damn bro like shit just don't make any fucking sense no more like why would you do that you know what I'm saying ripping a girl's nipple off I mean I'm laughing at it but it's fucking ridiculous bro um yeah three years in prison seems like a little bit less because he that's like some weird disfigurement that's like some um obviously assault disfigurement like I don't know. Okay, let me read it. A Chicago man has been sentenced to three years in prison for battering an off-duty cop. an off-duty cop? Yeah, three years is light for him. That's crazy. This must have been his like very first thing happening because this shit don't make any sense. And, by, and, he, and he probably needs to get some like mental help because if he's biting nipples, like he's, that's like borderline serial killer type shit because like, you know, I listen to a lot of serial killer, you know, documentaries or whatever. And like a lot of them, you know, well, or if y'all watch that Jeffrey Dahmer shit, that was crazy. But um, a lot of them will, you know, kill their victims and then like start biting their genitals or whatever, or start biting like their nipples or like their was it androgynous zones and doing crazy shit like that. So if he's getting into a fight with an off-duty police officer, crazy, and then biting her nipple off, yeah, this nigga got a little bit of something in him. I'm, I'm assuming it's officer, but we'll see. Let's see. Battering an off-duty cop and biting a nipple off the officer's friend during a road rage incident. Hold on. So he fought a cop, bought, bit off the nipple of the officer's friend. So he attacked two people. That's two counts of assault. That's wild. Um, during a road rage incident on Lakeshore Drive last summer, um, Kyle Clark, 36, pleaded guilty on September 9th, 29th to aggravated battery of a people peace officer and aggravated unlawful use of a weapon so he had a weapon too bro this shit is getting deep i'm it's crazy to me that a nigga can have like some weed in his car and he's like 36 years in prison this nigga beat up a cop somehow had a weapon beat up the friend bit her fucking nipple off in a random like in a road rage again i mean maybe the cop was in the wrong i'm not doubting that because we don't know who the actual aggressor was so, like, literally the cop could have got out her, I don't know, I'm not going to assume because uh, y'all already know I'm not with the police shit like that. So, I don't want to start, you know, just putting shit on people. Um, let's see. A police officer in aggravated assault of, uh, oh, shoot, I lost my placement. Give me a second. Uh, blah, blah. One of, okay, we're just going to, we're driving on North Lakeshore Drive around 1140 p.m. on August 8, 2021, when a black Volkswagen Jetta sideswiped them near Jackson Street. So he hit him. The men pulled up next to the Jetta and ordered Clark to pull over so they could file a crash report. The off-duty cop identified himself as Chicago PD, prosecutor said during the Clark's initial bail hearing. Hmm. Okay. Clark and the cop both got out of their cars and Clark punched the cop twice in the face, according to prosecutors. When the other victim tried to help the off-duty cop, Clark... Okay, so it was two guys. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> that sexism is very fine as well. I mean, I would just assume a man would bite a girl's nipple off rather than the dude's. But, yeah, this guy would have been shot, bro. That's crazy. As soon as you punch me in the face over you hitting my shit, I'm fucking shooting you. I gotta get to it. Yeah, there's no reason for that shit. <laughs> No fucking reason. You're going to punt. Yeah, that's a crazy person. I'm surprised he only got three, like only three years. I'm even saying like, because usually the justice system likes to fuck black dudes because this is, this is a black guy that punched the Chicago PD guy in the face. Um, so I'm, you know, usually it's unfair towards black men. But like in this case, he's wildly 
wildly under-prosecuted in this one. Let's see. Clark and the cop both got out of the cars. Clark popped the cop twice in the face, according to prosecutors. When the other victim tried to help out the off-duty cop, Clark bit the man's nipple and tore it completely off. The on-duty officers arrived and took Clark into custody. The victim, who allegedly lost his nipple, was taken to a nearby hospital to have the wound closed with uh, stitches. The sentence came as far as a plea deal with prosecutors who agreed to drop the two aggravated battery and two gun counts. Who the fuck had the gun? He had a gun, too? Bro, Clark's parole date has not been set. He shouldn't get parole. He should just be in jail. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I'd be like, no, you can't be out in public, bro. Like, you assaulted two people, bit someone's nipple off, and had a gun. Like, you are a crazy fucking person. Can we stop letting crazy people out? I'm just saying that. Can we not let cr crazy people out and get them help first? Like, if they're doing crazy shit like this, because this is like, there's no reason for this shit. Like, there's no reason. Yeah, this nigga would have been dead if it was. Uh, I'm talking that shit. Like, but in, in that case, I'm like, I don't know. He, I might have just got dropped off the first hit. I don't even know, bro. But, um, sentence came as part of a plea deal with prosecutors who agreed to drop the two aggravated battery and two gun counts. See, now, where's the plea deal? Because the two other guys didn't seem to have done anything. So the plea deal, they were just like, hey, take three years and we'll drop the. Man, if I was a cop, I'd be like, man, fuck that. <laughs> like, this nigga hit me and bit my friend's nipple off, nigga. Fuck you. Clark's parole date has not been set, but the three-year sentence will be cut in half by the state standard good behavior discount. He should expect to be released about 140 days with time-served credits. Damn, so that's less than a year, bro. Prosecutors said he had been... <laughs> Prosecutor said he has been convicted of aggravated battery of peace officer three other times. Bro, lock that nigga up. They said three other times, once in 20, 2006 and twice in 2012. Yo, they, this shit is sad, bro. Like regular ass people will get locked up over nothing, over fucking nothing. And this nigga has assaulted. I've never heard of anyone assaulting police. Number one, the fact that he survived four encounters because Three, they said three other times, 2006 and twice in 2012. So he has three already. He's done it a four fucking time. How is he? And they only give him three years? That is crazy. Like, <laughs> that is absolutely fucking crazy, bro. I've never heard of anything like this. Lock that nigga up. He don't need to be in the streets because it's it's interesting to me because if he's in Chicago, I would expect him to have been killed. If he's acting like that, if he's... I mean, maybe he's only going after police officers. Maybe that's what the case is. The nigga is, like, very cordial if you're not a police officer. But if you're a police officer, he's a fucking dog in heat. Like, he got to get to it. I don't know. That's fucking crazy to me, bro. Okay, on to the final and greatest or whatever it is. Whatever the fucking name for it is. According to a new study published by the Journal of Whoa, effective disorders. Vegetarians are twice as likely to be depressed than meat eaters. Yeah, no shit. They're probably tired as fuck. Um, let's see. And they're sleeping their life away. And they're not eating good food. Um, a new study published by the journal... And they're also paying more for their fucking food. Um, a new journal published by the journal... A new study published by the Journal of Effective Disorders found that beef was the only food linked to a lower risk of depression. Huh. And I eat a lot of steaks. That's probably why I stay happy. Not super happy, but I'm happy enough. Happy little guy. Researchers wanted to look into the association between vegetarianism and depression among adults. They asked 14,216 people in Brazil between the ages of 35 and 74 if they followed the meatless diet and interviewed participants. 
identity, identify the episodes of their depression. I don't know. I want to look at, because maybe they're not eating, like, you know, I am ain't saying Brazil's a third world country or nothing, but I'm going to just say, like, if you're made to only eat vegetables and, like, maybe you're a little bit poor so you can't afford meat in Brazil, I'm not saying that's crazy, but I know during the Brazilian Olympics or whatever, people were saying that they had to put up, like, big-ass blockades or whatever so that they couldn't see the poverty. And, you know, I feel like it's a lot cheaper to, like, keep a garden than to feed a bunch of chickens and uh, cows and shit, right? So if you're like, hey, I'm eating a fuck ton of rice, (laughs) fuck ton of rice and peas, like, every day because I'm poor as fuck, you know, that's going to be different type of depression than just like, okay, because you eat this is why you're depressed. It's like, no, it's because I'm pretty much fucking broke. Let's see. When looking at the association between plant-based diets and mental wellness, scientists took into consideration other variables, including socio-demographic parameters. I thought it was always socio-economic, but whatever. Socio-demographic parameters, smoking or alcohol habits, levels of physical activity, self-assessed health status, body mass index, and nutrition during the six months prior. Researchers found that meatless diets actually led to people experiencing depressive episodes twice as often as those who eat beef. The authors of the study wrote that nutrient deficits do not explain this association, but other experts have a different take. Nutrients found in beef, including iron, vitamin B, zinc, and protein, help brain uh, functions and may be valuable in preventing depressive episodes. Whenever an individual excludes an entire food group, in this case protein and fat sources, and not replace it with equally nutritious, adequate options, it will affect a variety of systematic and psychological functions, such as cognitive health. Montique, Richard, and an Academy of Nutrition. I was going heavy. Did you hear me reading that shit? That shit was heavy. I ain't never read something that perfect like since fucking like eighth grade, bro. That shit was fire. I'm gonna try to hit it. Oh, fuck. I need to. I need to mute this thing, bro. Hold on. Damn, son. Like mute this shit. Golly, motherfucker, playing. Um. All right, Richard. Who was? Damn, I'm already fucking up. Okay, I'm gonna go again. I'm going to go again. Here we go. Richard, who was not involved in the study, pointed out that in order to find out if nutrient deficits were the cause behind the findings, further testing would need to be done. And other factors that would be important to assess would be if the person felt isolated or disconnected from others related to their dietary choice, Richard said. And researchers intend, indeed concluded that the association is unclear and more data would be needed to clarify the relationship. Yeah, that is another thing because, like, I know if I were to have, like, a friend, well, I don't eat out like that. I don't like doing hardly anything, honestly. Um, but yeah, if I had a friend that was like, you know, ah, oh, shit, you know, I can't go to this place. Hey, instead of going here, can we do a more meatless option? You know, that that should be fun. I'd be like, you get it one time, nigga. You get it one time. This food is trash. I ain't I ain't fucking with you no more. Or I'm like, you get to come with us to the meat eating places, and then you figure out what doesn't have meat in the menu. You can go off of that shit because I ain't uh, fucking with it, bro. I ain't fucking with it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So you can <laughs> take your fucking meatless ass over to, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say a rabbit garden. Go ahead and eat that. And that's the thing. I know not all meatless options are bad. Like queso is fuego. That's meatless. What else is meatless? You already know I like me some uh, a cheese sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some rice and cheese is a favorite of mine, but I'm trying to stay away from the uh, carbs. Broccoli and cheese. I think a lot of my uh, vegetarian options include cheese. So if it ain't got no motherfucking meat, it better have some cheese in that bitch because I ain't eating it, bro. Um, but regardless, yeah, that's tough. Tough as fuck. Uh, don't be sad because you're eating meat. 
and also that's just like I don't know. I don't know in Brazil what the uh you know official official religion is and that they can't like it you know, I feel like a lot of Islamic people would be sad. Huh. That's true. Because Islamic people can't eat cows. Cows are beef. That means like the majority of Islamic people have more depressive episodes. Man, that would have been a fucked up joke. I was thinking about something, but I didn't want to be like, I'm trying to really not be sexist or racist in this little podcast because I feel like that's not good to the people that's listening or whatever. But like, what if, what if like the whole peace in the Middle East shit was literally because them niggas didn't eat beef? Because I know for Jewish people, they got to eat kosher meat. Actually, let me see what the fuck kosher even means. Uh, what is kosher meat? And I know, I believe it's the Jews versus the Islams over there. Comes from the animals, you have split hooves, like cows, sheep, and goats, and chew their cud. When these types of animals eat, man, whatever, bro. What makes meat kosher? Okay, so whatever. They just have to have split hooves. That's a weird, weirdly specific detail to add, like, to the Bible or whatever. Nigga, but... Well, that's weird, because, like, hot dogs or whatever, they'll say beef hot dogs. So what's the... What's the problem with that then? Because if it's a beef hot dog, it doesn't need to say kosher. They they know it's made out of. It's, yeah, anything from cow, sheep, goats, lambs, oxen, and deer. That's a lot of fucking things. What other, what else is there? You can't eat fish or not. You can't eat fish or chicken. There's probably a way to get GMOs inside fish and chicken to give them hooves instead of actual feet. Well, I guess fish don't have feet, but like the back fit, the fucking back foot, the fin would be a hoof. That would be a really shitty fish, but they would be able to eat it, though. But it's actually pretty smart. There's money in that. There's money in that. If anyone knows how to like, I'm sorry, not GMOs. I'm being fucking stupid. Like gene splicing. Yeah. If you can like splice a gene of a cow and then a fish or like any animal, literally put a hoof on a human's head and eat them. Eat that nigga. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. All right, I think I'm done for the day. Uh, what's it called? It, uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you do, uh, you know what I'm saying. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on, what's that shit called? TikTok at The Daily Podcast. Hit me up on YouTube at The Daily Podcast. And, um... Man, be happy. Enjoy what you got. Don't be like fucking 50 cents, kid. Um, and just stay safe. Don't don't be out there trying to fight niggas like this fucking. And look, both of my things, uh, you know, relate to the things I say at the end. So please just be safe. Um, don't get your nipple bitten off. And um, hey, love you. Take it easy. Bye.